this Sunday is the start of our annual Catholic appeal, so I'll talk about that, but, and, and they've asked us to do it during the homily period, but I still want to say a few words about the readings today. Because these are, these are beautiful readings. Uh, we see this message of the Lord, from the Lord to be the light of the world. And of course, I've talked about this, maybe even harped on it a little bit, that we are to be that light of the world. We are to let the light of Christ shine through us. Because the, that light of Christ is a light of hope in a darkened world. And a, kind of an analogy that, that happened to me uh, when I was in Circle in Jordan. That was my second assignment. First assignment was Mile City. Second assignment was Circle in Jordan. It was a great assignment. I, I really enjoyed my time there, except 70 miles of nothing between Circle and Jordan. <laughs> I take that back. There's a rest stop in the middle, dead center of the middle. They call it Flowing Wells. Little wonder why it got its name. Um, but otherwise, there's nothing out there. Farms and cattle, and that's about it. And the winter I was there was one of those winters where it drops below freezing in December and snows and doesn't stop until about May. And it would seem like it snowed every day, so the road really never got a chance to clear up. It was always icy. And one night I was coming back from Jordan and I was out, it was dark. I mean, again, it's, you get out there and if you wanna see dark, go out on that road because there's no light and I had to pull over for something and of course I mess up. I try to pull into the approach a little too fast and I hit the brakes and the wheels stop, the car doesn't, right in the ditch. And of course this was my Dodge Charger which is a low, you know, it's a low uh, car, it doesn't have a lot of clearance and so the car basically becomes a ski right on top of the snow, I'm stuck. And because there's nothing out there, there's also only two cell towers between Circle and Jordan. One of them is about 10 miles outside of Circle. The other one is at Flowing Wells, the halfway point. And so you're going, great, look at my phone, no signal. So I get out of the car to see how stuck I am. And of course, you know, I'm that much snow, you know, a good foot or two of snow underneath my car. I'm, I'm stuck. And I see a flashing red light. In the distance. It's the warning beacon on the top of the Flowing Wells cell tower. Grab my phone, hold it up, sure enough, it gets barely a signal. You know, one bar signal type of thing. It picked up the tower, but barely. And so they're going, okay, well, I hope this works because otherwise it might be a couple hours till the next person comes down the road. And I hold the phone so that it's pointing towards the tower and I call for help and it goes through. I was able to call through. That, that little light that's there to warn aircraft, don't come near this or you will hit something, was almost a beacon of hope for me, if you, to use that analogy. And that's why I say it's, it's a good analogy for what our Lord is calling us to do. We live in a darkened world, darkened by sin, darkened by hatred. And we have that light of Christ that beacon of hope shining in the world. And we are to participate in that. We are to help be that light in the world, that beacon in the world. So how do we do that? Well, the prophet Isaiah tells us pretty clearly, I think he was pretty straightforward on this one. You don't have to try to figure it out. 
Share your bread with the hungry. Shelter the oppressed and the homeless. Clothe the naked when you see them and do not turn back on your own. Then your light shall break forth like dawn and your wound shall be quickly healed. If we are to be the light of the world, we must be going out into the world to serve our neighbor, to love our neighbor. And as we do that, we serve and love our Lord. That is how we are the light of the world. Come into this world.